0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.
0: Well done, everyone in the UK. We are no longer the biggest arseholes of 2016. Welcome to a special mini edition of the Partly Political Broadcast podcast. I'm Tin and Dooyev and holy shit. Holy shit. What the fuck? It fucking well happened. The fucking bag of bluster with a fucking wig on won. Yes, it seems that the white people of the USA voted to take back the country that they stole from the Native Americans. And so, they've all elected tiny-handed, racist, possibly paedophilic, reckless and completely inexperienced candidate Donald J. Trump as the next President of America. Because it seems that in 2016, while all of those things do sound like you probably shouldn't be in charge of one of the most powerful countries in the world, it turns out that if you're a woman who can't do your emails properly, then how are all the angry misogynists? internet trolls going to send you dick pics. And so yes, they're gonna vote for a KKK endorsed celebrity Chris Stingle who could do pretty much everything wrong ever over you. So, while it looks like the popular vote made Clinton and Trump look just as unliked as each other, Trump at the time of recording this has won, with the college electorate vote of 278 beating the 270 that he needed to win, with Hillary on only 218, losing out on states such as Pennsylvania and Wisconsin that haven't voted Republicans since Ronald Reagan, who, at least when he was an actor, entertained people on purpose. So what happened? And what exactly do the kids study at the Electoral College? I mean, is it the dark arts? Well, current exit polls say that it was mainly, surprise, the votes of old straight white Christian people of all levels of education and class that helped Trump win. Mostly, it seems, because they just didn't like the other candidate. That's right, 51% of Trump voters thought both him and Hillary were shitty, but God forbid they vote in the shitty one who won't let them be openly racist. Misdirected anger, racial prejudice and fear of immigration seemed so high in America that were the choice between dying in your sleep or stabbing out your own brain with a pickaxe but you got to shout the N-word while doing it, many would probably choose the latter. Trump's victory speech was oddly tame for him, saying Americans owed Hillary a major debt of gratitude for her service to the country, though I'm sure in his head he just meant being so crap an opponent a shitbag like him could win. He stated that his wasn't a political campaign, but a movement, something that many would agree with. I mean, I've definitely had movements that seemed similarly vile. And Donald then said, forgotten men and women would no longer be forgotten, though how he'll remember them in the first place is completely beyond me, considering he never seems to remember anything. And he called for Americans to come together as one united people, although no one is entirely sure how he spelled come. Meanwhile, no mention of walls or weird sexist comments, and he only said tremendous four times. So, people, listeners, what next for Americans, for women, for people of colour, for Muslims, or for people who the thought of hearing the US president say bigly for four years just makes them wretch? Well, look, this is just a mini-episode hot take, uh, the day after the US election, so I'm going to take a look at the details and aftermath on next week's Partly Political Podcast uh, show. But first, here are just a few quick things to maybe help you get through this rather strange day in the world of politics. First thing. Yeah, that felt good, didn't it? I mean, seriously, 2017 had better start on January the 1st with a global candy floss rainfall to make up for all of this shit. Although, to be fair, I'm diabetic, so on second thoughts, that might be even worse than starting with Bowie dying all over again. Um, Right, second thing, okay. Uh, And this one's quite important. This presidential election result in the US uh, after Brexit and after the 2015 UK election shows just how shit opinion polls are. During the US election campaign, most polls showed Hillary Clinton safely in the lead, and that's something that was proved hugely wrong by quite early on in last night's events. So obviously, opinion polls either ask the wrong people, or not enough people, or maybe ask them the wrong questions, or just forget that people are shitty and lie. I mean, let's be honest, if someone is around in the day and actually willing to chat to some random caller on the phone rather than do absolutely anything else, is that person really indicative of the rest of the country? No, clearly not. I mean, those people probably actually like homes under the hammer. They're not right in their head. So yeah, look, we can now definitely say that opinion polls are useless and shit, though of course that is my opinion, which, judging by the last two years of opinion polls, they would either ignore that view or mark it down as me being their biggest fan. It was very, very much like Brexit, all of it, which makes me wonder if it's only a matter of time before Toblerones in America also become shitty really soon. Yeah, sorry for that bad news, guys. Thirdly, what makes all of this super scary, if it wasn't already, is that with Trump in the White House and majority wins in the Senate and Congress, Republicans are in charge of all governmental branches. So this is really, really horrific news uh, for equality and abortion laws and any possibility of gun control and probably any boxes of tea that are now very likely to be immediately dumped in the sea before sending planes to bomb Agrabah, the fictional city in Aladdin. Because yes, 30% of Republican voters genuinely voted in a poll to say they th- thought thought that place was a security threat. I, for one, hope Disneyland erects a wall and declares itself an independent state immediately with a statement about how it no longer wants to be part of a Trump-ruled Mickey Mouse state. Fourthly, there were also lots of votes for loads of policies yesterday all over the country. Uh, Among these, California voted to legalise medical marijuana and Colorado voted for legalised suicide. Yes, both are great ways to deal with what has just happened. And lastly, look, this is the reason why I've released this little bonus episode. Um, Some of you, like me, are probably quite upset about this and probably quite concerned about how dark things may get now that a man who based his campaign on hatred and divisiveness um, has been elected pretty much because of that. Well, look, I'm not going to tell you to not be concerned. Um, We should be, right? But what I will say is I think rather than completely panic just yet, Every cloud has a silver lining or two, even if they seem quite odd at the time. So, look in the immediate aftermath of yesterday's election. Here are some possible positives. Trump hates free trade, so that could be the dreaded TTIP done with forever. Okay. Uh, similarly, the constantly problematic issue of money in U.S. politics, um, which constantly comes up. You know, the need for businesses to back candidates in order for them to get the funding to to lead their campaign, and that often leads to. relationships with these businesses, uh, corruption and dodgy deals for big pharmaceutical companies, that could all be over or at least damaged. I mean, sure, Trump is a millionaire who loves money so much that he'd grab a wad of Benjamins if they didn't have a man on them which goes against his homophobic views. But Trump is self-funded, so that means no one has backed his campaign as far as we know and he probably won't be in the pockets of anyone, we hope. I mean, either that or he's going to just bankrupt the entire U.S. in a matter of years like he did his own businesses, so it'll remove the money from U.S. politics that way. Also, most of the Republican GOP really, really dislike him, so things may be just as stagnant with Trump in office as they were with Obama, who couldn't get anything past a bunch of conservative stiffs whose main job seemed to be to cop block his every attempt to progress the country. The only difference, of course, is if they cop block Trump, he may just see it as locker-room banter. And of course, there's always the possibility that someone will just walk into the Oval Office one day and say to President Trump, well, if humans have eyes and dogs have eyes, then aren't we all dogs? And he'll be rendered completely useless for four years trying to come up with an answer. Then there's other possibilities that this whole thing may bring. Uh, Trump may change the Pledge of Allegiance to, I pledge allegiance to the flag of America. No, I don't. I never said that. And that's a lot easier for kids to learn. Uh, And for anyone who, like me, has loved the wisdom of the speeches of Michelle Obama over the last eight years, well, great news. Chances are we'll get to hear all of those speeches again with Melania as the First Lady. And lastly, the best thing about all of this, of course, is that Kanye may well run for office in 2020, which, if nothing else, will be brilliant just for whenever any terrorist group threatens the West and he will have to be put on individual lockdown. Oh, we all have to laugh, or yes, we might all cry. Look, I'm going to be looking into all of this far more next week on episode 38, a full length episode. uh, And hopefully I'm going to have a really, really great guest. uh, I'm hopefully talking to you on Friday uh, to discuss this unbelievable shitstorm that has happened. If you haven't heard episode 37 with Emma McClure on the UK prison systems yet, please do go back and have a listen. And lastly, uh, I thought I'd leave you guys with this. Uh, I have stolen this off the internet, but I think it was one of the most important bits of analysis from last night. Uh, You've probably heard this already, but it's from CNN's Van Jones. Have a listen, and I'll see you guys next week.
1: Well, look, first of all, you know, congratulations, both of you guys were... We're not um, there yet. <laughs> well, well, well <laughs> right. you're further than anybody said you would be. And I, I have enough uh, 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 class, and I was raised well enough to say, uh, when you outdo... Yes, sir, thank you. When you outdo expectations, you know, good for you. But there's another side to this. People have talked about a miracle. Uh, I'm hearing about a nightmare. Uh, It's hard to be a parent tonight for a lot of us. Uh, You tell your kids, don't be a bully. You tell your kids, don't be a bigot. You tell your kids, do your homework and be prepared. And then you have this outcome and you have people putting children to bed tonight and they're afraid of breakfast. They're afraid of how do I explain this to my children? I have Muslim friends who are texting me tonight saying, should I leave the country? I have uh, families of immigrants that are terrified tonight. This was many things. I, 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 this was a rebellion against the elites. True, it was a complete reinvention of, of of politics and polls. It's true, but it was also something else. We've talked about race. I mean, we've talked about everything but race tonight. We've talked about income. We've talked about class. We've talked about region. We haven't talked about race. This was a white lash. This was a white lash against a changing country. It was a white lash against a black president in part. And that's the part where the pain comes. And Donald Trump has a responsibility tonight to come out and reassure people that he is going to be the president of all the people who he insulted and offended and, and, and brushed aside. Yeah, when you say you, know, you want to take your country back, you got a lot of people who feel that we're not represented well either. But we don't want to feel that someone has been elected by throwing away some of us to appeal more deeply to others. So this is a deeply painful moment tonight. I know it's not just about race. There's more going on than that. But race is here, too. we got to talk about it.